M3X3 clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And tonight I have the honor and privilege of welcoming the one, the only DJ Sway, the remix god. I can't say it like my man, but you know, I try. Um, how you doing, King? Hey, how you doing, man? What's going on? Oh man, life is good, man. How's you how you doing? How's your family? Everybody's blessed, man. Another day How's the baby, the man? Man, my man, my little boy, he 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 up and at it, man, just like his daddy. Love that, man. <laughs> Yeah, already in hustle mode. Man, that's a beautiful thing, ain't it, bro? Yes, sir. Best thing in the is world. That's your first? Yes, sir. First, first and only. So let me ask you this. The, the 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 moment you held him for the first time, what was going through your mind? Oh man, it was unexplainable, dog. Uh it was just you just have to beat up, man, be in that in that situation in that number because you know, especially your first. I can't speak on nothing after the first because I ain't got there yet. But the first, man, it's like you're looking at a complete image of yourself, you know. And, um, man, I mean, everybody, I think everybody deserves to have, well, not everybody, but that the average human probably wants to see a version of themselves at some point. And I get a chance to look at him every day. So that's a blessing. Man, it's a beautiful thing, man. I think men kind of look at it like that more so than women. Women more so are kind of like in the moment and take each moment and mm -hmm. we look at the legacy, especially with, you know, you got a son. You know, acting, I look at the same thing with my daughters, but it just a uh, man, it, it changes you immensely. If it mm -hmm. doesn't, something is wrong with you. But, you know, um, so I think we talked for a few minutes the other day and I think we left off talking about Missy Elliott mm -hmm. and that phone call. What's going on with you and Missy, man? Because she is one of the greatest film C's. I, I, you know what? She's one of the greatest, period, in hip-hop. I would definitely say the greatest, man. Um, and for what she do, for what in her lane, because, I mean, she's a woman of many lanes. She does it all, uh, from songwriting to producing and, and uh, you know, writing, collaborations, all kind of stuff. She uh, produces her own videos, you know, direct videos. She got a team of dancers. She, you know, the whole nine. So, um, I look at her, I give her the utmost respect, uh, respect because, um, she just wanted them, man, you know, uh, and she don't make a lot of time for a lot of people. So I try to cherish every moment that I get with her because she, she keep me working too. I like really? to work. Yes, sir. Okay. So, so you get that call, What's the first thing you do when you hang up from Missy that first time? Uh, man, you know what's crazy? We had been in communication for a while via Twitter. Then she started mm -hmm. texting me. Um, but we never had hopped off a call. But even though we had been in communication that whole time, just hearing her voice over the phone for the first time, after, I mean, she didn't call me for like after a year when it really got serious and she started really like listening to my records. Mm -hmm. So when she called me and we had like a 30 minute whole a whole 30 minute conversation, um, it it was just unbelievable, man, because you know, you never really get a chance to talk to legendary people like that all the time because they're busy people. I'm a busy person, but I can just imagine how busy she is during the day. So uh for her to take the time out to want to work with me and give me the time of day as uh I guess uh I guess you can consider me still a young producer. I'm 31. I don't know if I'm still considered young. 
But um, <laughs> she she she's amazing, man. Um, beautiful soul, great to work with, fun to work with. Uh, it's, can't beat it, man. You can't you can't beat Missy for real. You can't, man. You know? Anything changed about your production style since uh, you started fucking with her? Tremendously, tremendously, man. My samples have changed uh, for the better, of course, because again, she's a producer, so. Mm-hmm. And she's also extremely picky. I've seen her over <laughs> probably a hundred beats, and wow. uh, we probably got about what she told me she did about. Well, I mean, she always telling me she's doing something, but you never know which one she's gonna pick because she's extremely picky. So, um, my production style changed because because of that, actually, because she's so mm-hmm. picky. She tells me straight up, like, "Hey." this could be better or you should change this or you should try this or she might not even respond and they let me know yeah let's try something else so um by her giving me that that some not necessarily pressure but that um that energy that i can go better she's she'll tell me that uh so it changed the way i sample it changed the way it changed my beat selection i mean i still do the, the normal basic trap that everybody do you know that pay the bills mm-hmm. it's a set but she really allowed me to grow my sound and you can't really grow your sound making the same sounds every single time because you're doing the same things you're not really growing but uh yeah is it better to have like a signature sound or or to be more diverse um i'm gonna go with the first one i mean it's really both you gotta be Uh both and if you look at pharrell Timberland, um, even Zaytoven, Dr. Dre, they didn't need a tag. Uh, they didn't need a tag at all. Tags are everything these Thanks. days. But back then, you can hear that beat, and yeah. yeah, it was it was versatile. It was different, but it was the same. You but know? you knew, you knew it, and it was it was it was it was never the same. It was they might have had the same sounds, but the way that they structured their, their beats and pick their instruments and stuff like that you'll know what it is but it's never the same and that's the beauty of what they do and that's how they create it on on sound so to answer your question i would say both actually Man. you want to be great if i needed like one single though i'm timberland of the people you mentioned i'd have to go with timberland timberland over for real if, if i needed a single yes if i need an album i'd probably actually i would take kanye I like Kanye, man, but I'm 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 picking for real. For an album? For an album? Oh yeah. man, it ain't in my budget right now. But if I had if I had to dance over all the people we talking about, absolutely. <laughs> man, listen, for real has not missed. No, and, and not than any else, but we talking about for real. And, and Timberland, man, don't get me wrong, you're not gonna miss with Timberland. But how often do you hear a Pharrell record these days? It's one or two things. People can't afford it, or yeah. he's he's only going to pop out when he wants to. And when he pop out, you're going to know it. Like the song he got with 21 and uh, uh, what's his name? Felicia the Goat. What's his name? Uh, oh, uh, uh, Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator. That song is about to do numbers. Give it about two, three more months. Because for man, Tyler the Creator is like ridiculously underrated i'm gonna be honest with you i've never really just sat down and checked them out but i've heard nothing but good things about them. i just haven't just like oh i gotta listen to Tyler the creator but i guess i should check them out 
I can't remember the last uh the last project he had. I can't remember the actual name of it, but I've listened to it in the end a few times and like shit is fucking dope. Like and actually yeah. I had to after listening to that, I went back. You know, mm-hmm. um people don't like him. But if you just take him out the the equation and listen to his music, dude is fucking dope. I don't know. I gotta disagree with you on that. I think people love him. I think weirdos love him because he's he's weird. Yeah. But he's like a he's like a dope weird. You know what I mean? He got his own style from what I hear. Like I've heard a few tracks, but I haven't just sat down and like solely listened to him to know a lot about him or know what he's talking about actually. But um I mean shit, he's going crazy, he's competing with Cali people like that. So you gotta respect that. Oh yeah, he puts up numbers no matter what he drops. Like he dropped trash if he wanted to, and he would still put up some decent <laughs> numbers. Right. And, you know, unfortunately, that's 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 the game we in now. Like, and I'm I'm not one of those old heads that just disrespectful to this generation because I understand that things need to change. Um, and there's some people that's in this generation I think are dope too. You know, mm-hmm. Twenty One Savage, for example, Kodak Black after he got out of jail was a lot better than before he went to jail. That's. I think, I think Kodak uh, has a. I like Kodak. I, I like mm-hmm. Kodak. Kodak really, if you really listen to what he's saying, I mean, a lot of people might not tune in to what he's saying, or maybe just tune into the hook and the beat, and listen to the popular songs. But if you actually listen to his lyrics, that man be talking about some stuff, some real live stuff. And, you know, I, I rock with Kodak, man. He giving a story on most of his songs. He ain't just rapping to be rapping. Like if you listen to him, man, that nigga can rap. I think with him is especially like for people in my generation, his his actions outside of music has has turned a lot of people away. I don't even want to fuck with dude because X Y and Z. Right. But yeah, you might have a point. Like dude is our, you know, he's you know, like it's, it's a lot better you know than people give him credit for. Hey, it's you said I had to go outside. Lights, court lights, what we're talking. You you breaking up a little bit too? Can, hold on, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you, but like every so often, like, it's like it'll break up, and even oh, like no, visually, no, it'll stop. You know, it's crazy. Um, I don't know if you can still hear. Can you still hear me? Yeah, we'll pick up that conversation in a second. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me let me turn this booster on, man. Like oh, okay. Is. I'm not sure what, what the hell that is, but uh wow, it's oh you got plaques on the wall, huh? Yeah, man. I, I got a few more to put up. Okay, let's talk about them plaques. And those seats are fucking dope, bro. Thank you, man. I got my gamer chairs, gamer laptop. I'm a gamer. All that. Oh, what you play? Uh, I play um 2K. I play uh UFC for six, seven hours straight. Uh, when I have the time, and uh, a little bit of Mad Man, but Mad Man pissed me off lately. Yo, I'm addicted to Call of Duty. Like, really? I, I got to get better, man. I, I be trying to play with my friend, man. I be getting thrashed, man. Oh, no. Nah. Like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm the old nigga that got skills. Like, I'm not. I gotta, yeah. I got to check you out, man. <laughs> I, be, I play Call of Duty just when the homie tell me to hop on, and I learn from them. But UFC, man, I'm undefeated. I'm not gonna. I'm I've not gonna never played that. UFC. Never. 
I love USC in real. Like I love combat sports, boxing, uh, football. I love combat uh, and, and physical sports. So UFC and boxing is right up my line. Like I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm not a fan of Dana White, so I don't watch the UFC at all. Man, I don't really get into the politics. Man, I just like the. the uh, I just get into the actual athletes, man, because mm-hmm. you know, just like football, man, just like any sport, like. If we just gonna talk about it, man, we don't own none of this stuff, man. It's it's bad all the way around when we talk about ownership and executives. They don't yeah. really care about us, but yeah, you know, you gotta. I try to I try to support the people, man, especially our people. I feel you on that, man. Um, let's talk about them plaques, though. Where where they come from? Uh, man, I got that one. That was gold. It just went double platinum. That's the platinum plaque. Um, as soon as I bought the platinum plaque, it went double platinum. Just like. A week and a week ago. Okay, what song is that? Uh that's I Am Who They Say Um by uh a young boy. And uh Oh you got the NBA Young Boy joint. Hold on. Can you see? It's like stopped on me. How about but NBA did so did you did you go to the studio <laughs> with him or you just sent him the track? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? That like, like I can hear you, but it like froze up. Oh, that's perfect right there. All right, can you see me now? Yeah, I can. I can always see you. It just uh, frees up every second, every, every few minutes. I and mean, I think it's because of my my Xfinity man. Long story, man. They keep going in and out in the area, man. I can't do nothing about it because that's how we got over here in Atlanta too. Oh man, and you know what? It's, <laughs> it's intentional that certain areas they fuck up the Wi-Fi. Trust and believe, you know I know. I never thought about that, but now that you say that, it makes all the sense in the world because I'm definitely in the black neighborhood. Yeah, like <laughs> if, 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 in East Cleveland, here in in Ohio, in East Cleveland, the Wi-Fi is horrible. No matter where you at in East Cleveland, once you leave out of East Cleveland, it gets so much better. Yeah, man. All my yeah. neighbors say they having problems with Xfinity, and we've been having. If it rain, I mean, it ain't like I got satellite. If it rain, it go out. Like I'm trying to figure out what's going on over here. Yeah, that that, that it ain't you, bro. It's it's them. They do that shit just to just to keep us down, you know. And I, I ain't got no doubt about that. But NBA Young Boy, you just sent him a track, or do you actually get to be there? Um, I was I sent him the track. I sent well, I sent the label the tracks. Well, he's not with them anymore, but I was sending the A&Rs or his engineers, mm-hmm. personal engineers the track. And uh, I mean, he, you know, he like my sound so. And he, he he's a man of uh I don't know I don't know but uh, from a long shot but I met him he was cool and um I just sent the tracks over he just pick and choose I suppose and he's he's chosen about four five of mine uh that really out um but two got leaked so when they get leaked they don't really get put out so we're really talking about six seven mm-hmm. but two or three got leaked so um I am who they say I am that went double platinum two weeks ago. Uh, the album that it was actually on uh, called For Respect, For Freedom. Um, hold on. Let me just wrap it real quick. Oh, got some more right here. Oh, look. Oh, you showing off now, huh? I mean, I, I, I just I think <laughs> the album called, uh, oh, this one, um, this is the album that went gold. And, uh, no, this album just went 
That's this, is dope. The, this is the gold one, but it just went platinum as well. Uh, shout out my boy Traumatone, man. He that's a uh, money man's producer. Me and him collabed on a record. Uh, we did mm -hmm. a another record for him called uh, Crossroads that went platinum. And uh, yeah, man, this album right here is the uh, Respect, Freedom, Loyalty, and What's Important album that went gold. No, actually, this just went platinum along with the single that I did. I am who they say I am. So, uh, pretty much every record I've did with that man. Um, went platinum or double I mean, platinum. He's, he's the guy now. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely the guy. If you if you get a record with him, man, congratulations to you and your family. Man, I um actually I interviewed the cat a few uh, a while back. Uh, Junior Boy out of Dallas got a uh -huh. song with him. Who that? This guy named Junior Boy. He's got a song with NBA Young Boy. Okay, sounds familiar. I, yeah, I forget the name of the song, but it was actually it's it's, it's pretty fucking dope. Junior Boy is pretty dope. Like who you fucking with that we don't know about yet that you just think is fire? Uh, you mean like upcoming or you yeah, kind of got a buzz. Uh, yeah, and I rock with a lot of young producers, man. I like um, I like uh, I like Traumatone. I think he slept on. That's that's my dog. Mm -hmm. And Money Man is actually one of is my favorite rapper right now. I like. Where's he from? Traumatone's from Virginia. Yeah, he's from Virginia. Man. He's done a lot of records. Um, if you remember the Yo Gotti Rich Homie, um, I know record from back in the day. He did a lot mm -hmm. of rich records. Um, he of course Money Man, he did some young boy records with me, produced for Big Crit. Uh what's what's shorty name? What's shot name from uh Detroit? The letter nigga tried me shot man. What's her name? Um, you know what I'm talking about. Days Loaf, people like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh he's one. I like uh ATL Jacob. ATL Jacob super dope. Um I like I lo locked in with him not so long ago. Like we ain't mm -hmm. did Why's my hat too. <laughs> you all right, bro? I represent the A well. <laughs> but yeah, uh, ATL Jacob, man. Hey, I'm representing Braves, man. I want um, Braves, but uh how they um, do this year? The Braves, I haven't been keeping up. I just watch, man. I, I I honestly don't watch baseball until around the World Series or the playoffs. Just, yeah, just like I basketball, really watch. I watch. I don't really watch it, man. It, it can get boring, but I love the World Series. The World Series is, you know, like I'm pretty much the same. I think most people are too now. You know, yeah. like the World Series is dope, but watch, it's too many fucking games, man. It's like 180 right. games or some shit like that. Yeah, I'm not watching that many games unless. Yeah. I got a family member or I'm out there, or my son out there. But other than that, yes, yeah, World Series me. Um, basketball, I, I love basketball. I just don't really tap in into the playoffs for real. <laughs> and then they, you know, they play tonight, uh, game five tonight. So who you got? Man, I really hope Golden State pull it off, man. I don't know. I kind of do too. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, I, 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 I hope I'm rooting for Boston, but not over Golden State. Yeah, I, I want to see Golden State. I, I Man, shit, Boston. You can't sleep on them guys, man. You can't sleep on the Celtics. But I, I'm rock, I'm rocking with Golden State tonight. If I had to put my money on anybody, it'll be definitely Golden State. They win tonight. They're gonna take it. Yeah, it's over. With. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they're over. They, they over ain't fucking around. Yeah, you gotta knock the champs out. You know, I guess technically they ain't the champs, but uh, come on, man, they got three rings already. Right. You know, let me ask, 
What's what's 20 years? And I ask everybody this 20, 30, 50 years. What's your legacy? Uh, my legacy, man, one of the greatest producers, songwriters. Um, I honestly don't get into the Grammys and all that. Uh, mm -hmm. but if I happen to get a Grammy or something, that's a blessing. Um, not nothing that's on my bucket list, but would love to have one. Um, I want uh, I'm in the real estate too, man. So I use a lot of my money um, that I make from publishing and royalties and things of that nature, mm -hmm. uh, sound exchange. I use all that to run my, my real estate business. And that, that helps me set a legacy for my son. So I guess to better answer your question, I just want to put my kids in a in position and my family in a position where they can kind of see and be in that financial uh, situation that I'm in now, uh, at some point, maybe sooner than later, 30 years for sure, they're going to be, I want to put them in that position. So I want my legacy to be uh, known for helping other people around me that I care about. I want to start a remix camp. Well, I'm actually about to start a camp for the kids. Mm -hmm. But in 30 years, I want to I want to build in a big building, a remix academy. I want to open up an academy for kids like LeBron did for you know his students. Mm -hmm. He opened up a school. I want to open up a music school uh, similar to Full Sail, but not necessarily Full Sail. I want, I want to hire upcoming producers. I want to hire my buddies because, you mm -hmm. know, in the music game, I, I just, you know, I try to think outside the box because we're known for performing, producing, engineering, recording, um, anything in the entertainment business for music. You're DJing, doing shows, tours, and things like that. But I think it should be more education um behind it too because a lot of these kids they want to get into the music business but they don't know the right person or they don't have the right team they don't have the right structure you see all these young kids at 14 15 to 18 yeah. signing 360 deals they're not uh knowledgeable of the game um i really just want to show these people the business so who so, put you up on the business aspect myself really going through the motion signing bad deals having to buy myself out three four times at a younger age experience wow yeah. that's fucked up so do you think that like especially like my generation mm -hmm. you think that we've done a good enough job of passing on what we know to your generation because mm. i'm gonna keep it a buck I'm going to be honest i think my generation has hoarded that information because we don't want to give up the power that's true for some people, but I just don't see a Snoop Dogg or, you know, a Juicy J, people that you see relevant today mm -hmm. holding back that information because you got some, some dope OGs that's going to share that information and want to see the next young people, young person shine just like they did. But mm -hmm. then you got the dickheads that's, that's going to hold their nuts on people, man, and be like, you know what, I'm going to just keep this for myself. I don't want to see nobody eat but me. You know, you got selfish people like that, but um, I guess it just depends, man. I, but as generation as a whole, nah, I don't think that it was shared to the next generations and generations to come like it should have been because, mm -hmm. I mean, you still got these. And you got hard-headed kids that don't like to read. But at the end of the day, I don't think it was really up to y'all. I don't think don't. I don't think that's y'all responsibility to, uh, to, you know, I don't think it's solely our responsibility. I mean, it would have helped if your generation I think were, it is our responsibility you can say that but you can only help so many people you can't help everybody i don't think i think people should i think especially black people black artists that we need to start reading that's the bottom line if you can read you can learn 
And, you know, it's always good to ask for help, but we can't depend on it's just like the next generation. I think that we should probably, but mm -hmm. I think that we should be depending on the the early I generation. Think we got to remember that we were all 25 at one point. Mm -hmm. And at 25, I wasn't listening to nobody. Correct. You know, um, and, and, and also it was the way it was presented. You know, a lot, I think a lot of us, and, and I've seen this with a lot of us, if, if uh, person A doesn't automatically say, hey, I love what you're saying, please teach me more, we just give up. And mm -hmm. we forget that we was hard headed at some point. We ain't listen to shit. Hell, if I'd have bought particular stocks that somebody told me 30 years ago, I'd be fucking a billionaire. Mm. I didn't. Yeah. They didn't present it to, to, to a way, in a way that was palatable for me. Right. I think your generation has got a better way of being, has more access to doing it. We have that. way more opportunity than. Yeah. And I, I can't speak on your generation because I honestly don't know which one you was in. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, if I had to guess you were about 35, 40. Shit, I'm 50 years <laughs> old, bro. I, I appreciate yeah. that, though. <laughs> yeah, man. So, we, so if we if we talking 50s, back when you was 21, about, what, 20 plus years ago, X amount of years ago, oh, we was in, what, the, the 80s, roughly 90s, yeah. I'm guessing. Yep. That's your generation. Yep. I think y'all, I'm going to be honest with you, man, the 90s was the best everything. Really? You, you think know? so? Yeah, absolutely, man. From cartoons to music to movies. <laughs> you know, we don't have a gun. Yeah, man, we don't have a John Singleton. We don't have a Baby's Kids. We don't have a Minister Society. We don't have a Don't Be. A, we don't have none of that. We have, and don't get me wrong, I love what we're doing, but it's just so, uh, it's like the world right now is very desensitized, but it's extremely sensitive at the same time, if that makes sense. That makes complete sense. That's, that's facts. I mean, back yes. in the day, back in the, because I'm, I'm, I was born in 1990, I'm 31, mm -hmm. so I got a experience the 90s at a young age i didn't get a chance to actually participate in a lot but i got a chance to grow up on ugk and outcast uh uh wu-tang three six mafia dr dre snoop the whole death row movement bad boy i got a chance to mary j i mean i can go on and on man Aaliyah, oh my god mary J. you know what i mean so i got a chance to know real music bell bill devoe uh the whole new jack swing i got a chance to know real music and if you listen to music today it's just a bunch of copycat yeah. with no work. And that's what Missy got on to me about. She was like, look, if you're going to sample, chop that shit up. Don't just throw drums on it. And that's what you hear on the radio every day. You'll hear an old sample, but you just hear some basic drums or some hi-hats behind it. And they call that sampling. I was guilty of that too, but then I growed up. I had to learn. Like, I got to actually put some work in. I can't be lazy because if I'm just slapping some, some drums on the sample, I just might as well just should have used the original. I mean, Puff made that popular, though. He did, but it's always time for a change, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, because if we're if we're gonna if we're gonna redo a classic, I think we should. There's no way to make a classic another classic. It is a, a way it to make rarely, it. rarely happens though. It's yeah, that's and that's why I say like we're just putting out records. With none of these records we're doing, all these samples you hear, they're not timeless. Yeah, all of yeah. this music is here today, gone the next day. Facts. You know, there's I can't think of any real timeless music right now. Give me like I I like uh what was that? Survival of the fittest. First off, I didn't even know that was a sample. And what song was I, that? 
uh, Survival of the Fittest by Mob Deep. Um, that's the joint that uh, Eminem rapped on in Eight Mile. Uh, the last. Oh, you talking about um, uh, uh, what's the original song called? That my, well, not the original, but the song, the song that Mob Deep did. Survival so, of the Fittest is the name of the song. Or the yeah. name of the sample. The name of the, it's the name of the song. I didn't even know it was a sample at first. I had like somebody had kind of like no, yes, no, no, yes. That's called uh, shook ones, right? You know what? I'm sorry, you're right. It shook ones. Yeah, that's the name of the. I don't. What's survival of the fittest? Jeez, I don't even know where the fuck. I I know it's something with Mob D, but you're right. You know what's crazy? It's absolutely shook ones. But I didn't know that was a sample, man. Until I see like a little video on the shit. And that's pro- my my point was that's probably the best job of sampling that I can think of in hip hop. And I've I, you know, I've been around since day one. Mm-hmm. That shit was so obscure in the little piece of sound that he got that from. What's mm-hmm. the most creative sample you've heard? Oh man, I would probably have to go to Timberland on this one. Really? I didn't even know he sampled. What? Man, the uh big pimpin' was a sample. Uh really? He has a ton of samples, man. Um Timberland had a ton of samples. Who uh Justice League? Those are my favorite samplers. Uh-huh. Um, you I don't know if you know who Justice League is, but they're Not responsible really. for all of the Maybach music. Mm. Um probably 70 to 80 percent of Ross's albums from day one to now. Uh shout out to Rook. That's my that's my dog, that's my brother, man. I, I rock with him heavy. He's you know that's somebody I sit down and play UFC with, mm-hmm. talk about music game with. He, you know, he's a good person. But him and uh, old dog from Justice League, they make real, real like you ain't gonna get on there and say anything. They use, they use real instruments. They use bands. They use orchestras. You know, if you listen to Ross music, you're gonna if you listen to the production, it's, it's you know it's, outside it's, of the trap music, the fucking symphony. Yeah, it, that's what he. That's that's Justice League. That's them, yes. man. You know, and that and people like that, people like Justice League and Missy, it reminds me that I can't do what the world's doing all the time because I'm I really am good with instruments. Like Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones didn't really play instruments, but he know how to make it sound good. He knew to put this saxophonist or this piano was in this place, or he knew to make this right here a bridge or this a hook. Like he was he was he orchestrated that thing like you would think he did all that. Man, you know, Quincy is the man. That's that's a whole another legendary story, man. I already know. Man, like that dude, man, like just just if you like if you look at the Quincy Jones documentary, I don't know what the name of it is, but mm-hmm. it's a couple of them. It's actually him and there's another brother, I can't remember his name, but he was like a legendary, like on the business aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was his boy, his best friend. Gotta check that up. Oh my God, man! It's dude. Matter of fact, unfortunately, a few years ago, somebody broke into his house and killed his wife. Oh, I don't know his name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. This just happened recently. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it, it it may have been like two years ago, maybe last year. I don't think it was last year, but yeah, they, they like say he was ago. real. I guess behind the scenes, but he yes. did a lot. Yeah, I remember exactly. His, yes. I heard a little bit of his story. Yeah, Yo, that's all. That's another thing, man. We not we not respecting um the the older generation. I think we need to shine more light on 
the older generation because that's when the respect comes. Me personally, I don't care about being famous. I get stopped at, you know, the local Walmart or at the airport every now and then to take a picture or to say what's up. People dap me up and stuff, but I don't care for that because I like to be free to go to the mall and do what I want. Mm -hmm. You know, if if I ain't come with it, cool, but I don't care for that because it just brings too much attention. It brings a target on your back. But as yeah. far as what I'm talking about, I think if we shed more light and let the generation know today where all this stuff really come from and all this sampling, all this soul music, because if you think about it, half of the music that you hear today, it's all samples. Half of the hits are samples, so the samples don't just come from thin air. They come from history. Like yeah, the, Even the samples that you hear from 04 and 05, I mean, I'm, I'm getting real old now because they sampling stuff. I feel like I just felt came out yesterday. But don't they're sampling <laughs> samples that are already sampled, you know? So you got a song that's been sampled a thousand times and people don't know where it come from. When they find out, it's like, oh, that's such and such, you know? And some people, you know, these kids, they don't really care at the same time, but, you know, they're not finna run up on a, I don't think they're gonna run up on a Dr. Dre or Snoop or, like I say, a Juicy J or a Mary J. They be in the hood too. I would think, I don't know about Dre, but a lot of these people be in the hood chilling. Snoop, they probably would. Like Snoop is just one of those like generational icons that everybody knows. Other than that, yeah, like you know, like Primo could probably walk through a lot of neighborhoods and people wouldn't know who he was. Is that is that was that his name? Oh, what DJ Premier. Oh, yeah, man. Listen, yeah, like he could walk I, through I, some neighborhoods and people wouldn't know. He's still DJ, so he's still on the scene. I'm, I'm assuming. He is, but like I don't think that he is for like this generation. Mm -hmm. You know, like like there's a couple of people from 20, 30 years ago that this generation would clearly identify. And then there's some people that they like, you know, I've heard their music, but I wouldn't be able to recognize that particular individual. And DJ Premier was never really like a frontline person. Like yeah. it's kind of like you. You know, like I just right, want to right. make the music and make good music and 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 move on. I don't really need to be in the spotlight, you know. And so. it just it just seems like all the people in the spotlight are, are getting two things, one or two things, negative attention or that you know, it's it's always something going on, blogs picking up all the bad. It's like I don't wanna I don't need all that negative attention. You know what I mean? I appreciate the love, but I don't really need I mean life is already you know, you're born, you born black, you're born with a target on your back. I'm born, I'm, every day I got to walk with a target on my back. So I don't Man. need negative attention from my own people, let alone, you know, I done been on TMZ, mold, you know, all really? kinds of shade room, all that, for good and bad. So, What I, was I, you on I, TMZ I, for, bro? Um, My old manager, what's his name? Julian. I said his name, Julian Booth. That nigga was stealing. And he, I did a song for the Cash Me Outside girl. And uh, uh that's really what blew her up. Keep it real. She blew up off the uh Uncle Uncle Phil. <laughs> 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 Dr. Phil. I did not mean to disrespect Uncle Phil like that, God forbid. But Dr. Phil, man, she blew right. up on Dr. Phil. And I turned that three minutes of fame into about a year when I did the song, and then everybody started doing challenges on TikTok and uh Triller and Instagram, and it just went crazy. I mean, it's got like 13, 14 million. Probably more than that on my Spotify. Do you watch the challenges? Yeah, sometimes. Okay, because I'm like, I got to, uh, uh, after I posted uh, the flyer mm -hmm. for, for the interview, 
I got like a a, a notification from Instagram, and it was like twenty thousand people had did a challenge off of one of your songs, and I actually sat back and watched some of well, these challenges. I don't even remember which one it was. Well, I, got a, I got a few of them, but yeah, man, it's uh, I ain't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, bro. I was just gonna say, um, I, I just found out recently that uh, the ply joint that I did, the um, I can't argue with you joint got like nineteen point eight, nineteen point nine or something like that reels and TikToks. That's the one. So you know, it's a few of them, but you know, the crazy part is, on um, what I love about what I do, it's like it doesn't have to be extremely crazy or out of the blue or out of the box, but if it's if it sticks to people and if it's super dope and it's something that you created that nobody else can do, and if they did it, they'll know that they got it from you, that can become timeless. Like the Respect on My Name joint I did with Birdman, uh, the Plies joint, and a few others, I did those in 2016. They going, they've been on TikTok going bananas, running up my streams for the last year. So you get paid for TikTok too? Uh, not in this, I don't. I don't really be on it like that. I know a lot of influencers do. I mean TikTok, man. I gotta, I gotta figure that thing out, and I ain't finna dance, so I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, I thought to put my, re I put my remixes on there, man, and, and I get flagged a lot because I like to do the videos. I edit my own videos too, and okay. I do the videos to correlate with the with the song, so it'll make it ten times funnier and ten times doper. But I be getting flagged, and they took my last page at almost like twenty thousand. I just got started. So it's like keep starting over. I keep getting flagged because you know it's it's real. It's more kid appropriate. You can't yeah. really go too crazy on TikTok, yeah. but um, but it does run your oh. streams up like crazy. When they make a dance, if you get a, a dance challenge going, man, congratulations, because you finna get a bag if you got your business together. That's short term though. Cause I yeah, don't see sure. like those dance craze songs turning into careers for those individuals. You right about that. You know, but, I, there's no argument there. Um, and that's why I say you got to have your business together, man. You, if you're going to be a one trick pony, you got to come mm -hmm. up with a whole bunch of tricks, um, within that same <laughs> element, because you know, people going to get tired of seeing and hearing the same thing all the time, you know? And that's why a lot of your major artists today, they don't drop as often as they used to, you know? Um, at once upon a time, like you hit, when you had Fetty Wap, Rich Homie, they had six, seven songs on the radio at one time. You're not gonna get that anymore because people scared to drop because they know that TikTok really. I've said this before. TikTok is really like the major label right now. It's like the it top. Is. Yeah, if, if it's popping on TikTok, you up. But the thing about that is, if it's not a real record, if it's like a bubblegum record, a dance record, you got to get your you got to get really capitalized because if you don't know how to capitalize, then your song gonna get bigger than you. It's gonna get bigger than you, and then they're gonna forget about you. They're gonna remember the song, but the song's gonna play out. That means you're gonna play out. And unfortunately, and fortunately or unfortunately, I guess if I'm an artist, I'd rather have a, a, a be a one hit artist than a no hit artist. That's true. Because there's some dude still eating off of that one hit from 30 years ago. Right. That's true. If you really love the game, though, yeah, it's it's hard to accept because it's like, dang, you, you get all this love and this good feedback. And you get hungry for more of it. And that's when people get depressed and all that other stuff. So, man, you know, you just got to have fun with it, man. If you happen to get a hit, just have fun with it. But I always try to cater to the crowd. and But at the same time, give them some quality. Give them something 
but you know what? I can't speak on that unless unless you that's what you do because some people don't care to make real music or no. real production. Some people just no. get a howl for making bubblegum music or trap music or club music. You know, yeah, and those people will never they will only have that one hit because they spend the rest of their career trying to make that one hit. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, some people probably do. A lot of the, a lot of people that I see that do the TikTok thing, and because I, I do it, I do the TikTok. I, I make TikTok records and stuff. But I also I'm a producer. Well, I can't just say I'm a producer because you got artists that can kind of do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And the unfortunate part of doing what you want to do is that once one of those things that you love to do pops off, you're automatically put in a box. That's true. A lot of your favorite comedians are really rappers. Um, Idris Elba, if you know who that is, he's an actor. Oh, yeah. that's, my, that's, that's my that's big bro right there. That's my dog. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I can't. You can't just drop that name, bro. Keep <laughs> you say Idris. Yeah, my... Come on, bro. Dude, dude, I will pay you to get that man on the show. Ah, oh, man, I wish I could, man. I I can barely get him on the phone these days. He's doing movies on movies, man. Oh, he's the oh, I just had to put that out there. I had to be thirsty, bro. I'm sorry. Hey man, it's, no, it's all good, man. You you miss every shot you don't you don't shoot, but I I man, it's, I'm have I have a hard time reaching to myself, man. He busy, I'm busy. I haven't talked to him since I had my child. And he told me congratulations and stuff like that, but that's 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 a good guy, man. Um, How I remember you meet him. Um, actually, about 2017, 2018, maybe. I did a. Uh, I DJ, I DJ too. So I DJ mm-hmm. his uh, daughter's Sweet Sixteen. He reached out to my manager at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, his daughter was a fan of my work and stuff like that. And I went in there, rocked that shit. Lucci came and performed. It was, it was a whole man. It was a vibe, Listen, bro. Huh? His, his daughter's Sweet Sixteen looked like a wedding. It was huge, all white. It, un- unbelievable, man. It was amazing. Um, so I killed that, and then me and him just established a relationship after that got real cool with him he started you know he pulled up on my birthday uh a couple years ago bought me some champagne it was you know you're a good person man that's what's up <laughs> that's what's fucking yeah. up right there bro and that's that's what i love about what i do man um sometimes i guess because i'm getting older wise i don't really let it get to me and then i have fun and i don't put all my eggs in one basket i can do music but not be pressured about it because I don't just depend on music. I got my hands and all kind of, you know, jack of all trades, master mm. of none, you know, the saying, and that's what I do. I do real estate. I'm about to have my license in about a month. Um, I got properties all over Atlanta. Really? Airbnbs. So it's like when I oh, you got an Air- Wait, well, hold on, you got an Airbnb down there? I got a few of them. Yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta put me in touch with that, bro, because I need to come down there. Yeah, for sure, man. I, they kind of booked right now, but most definitely, because you know everybody trying to come to Atlanta, man. I mean, well, you know, like, but nah, we're, we're, I ain't been in, I ain't been to Atlanta since Freak Nate. It's been a minute. Oh man, where you where you stationed out of? I'm, I'm in Cleveland now, but I'm from Detroit. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, man. Well, if you happen to want to stop by, man, just let me know, man. We can make make something happen. Oh shit, man! And, and shout out to whoever that your manager or whoever that is that that been emailing me, man. Extremely uh-huh. one of the most professional people I've dealt with. Man, that's love, man. That's that's family. That's the only person I can see uh being my man. He's like I've been knowing him for years, man, and we became friends before we started doing business together. Uh mm-hmm. and he just knowledgeable of the game, respectful guy, and I appreciate his time for helping me. So, you know, not necessarily I don't know exactly what conversation y'all had, but 
I always keep them informed that anybody that we deal with, we whether it goes good or bad, I don't want to burn no bridges, you know. I, I and I, I, I appreciate like like in like I said, I've been doing this like seven years, so mm-hmm. I have dealt with a lot of people, and some people is just they're, they're representative, whether they know it or not, aren't representing them in in, in a good fashion. Been up, man. And good enough. Your guy is not that, not no at all. Like, that moment, like, man. Matter of fact, when you came on, before you came on, he was already emailing me, "Hey, I'm, this is the situation. Our apologies, Blase Splee. We'll rectify it." And I'm sitting here like, "Wow, like, like, bro, you got like a million motherfuckers following you. You ain't got to do all this shit." Nah, but you know what? Uh, we we just try to keep it professional, man, because you know you. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you look at yourself like a successful guy. You have a successful podcast, obviously. But whether we know that or not, the point is we don't really know unless we do our research. I didn't have to do any research when Gray told me about you. I already, it's already locked in. That's my guy. Say no more. But, you know, you never know who people lost. So you don't want to disrespect anybody. You know, mm-hmm. that person could, you know, contribute to other things that you may have going on. People underestimate people that aren't like super popular. Cause I know mm-hmm. a, I know a shit lot a shitload of people like behind the scenes type of people. Mm-hmm. Um, not and I'm not, I'm just not a hater type of motherfucker though. Like I don't really know like like I, I like I said I've had people just not show and not call. Then I I I try to I'll hit you up once or twice. Hey, you mm-hmm. know I understand shit happens. Blah blah blah. Um, you want to reschedule? But I'm not gonna mm-hmm. beg. Right, but I'm not gonna forget either. Facts, nah, man, and that's that's one thing about me, man. Uh, it's like a gift and a curse I have. Like, you grow up, and then you you go through things, you go through the trials, and you take L's on L's. People forget about you, people leave you hanging, and then when you up those same people, you know how it go. Yeah, you know, they kiss your ass. Yeah, I charge a spend the block fee, man. You you turn me down. I'm taxing, you know, and it's just because you know I got some people, man. That, man, some of you rappers, a lot of people. I don't mean, you know, you're gonna get left on red. You're gonna get ignored. I don't take it personal anymore. I used to. I'd be lying to say I didn't. Um, but I used to take things like that personal, man, because it's like I know I'm one of the dopest people doing what I do. And if you're talking about specifically what I do, nobody's doing it like me if they're trying to do it. And once you establish something and you build a brand, you feel like you deserve that respect. But some people just don't know. And then when they find out or they see you popping later and find out later, it's, it's too late. It's yes. It's, you know what I mean? I'm gonna it's use like, that too though. I spend the block fee because I've got it, it's a yeah, short yeah. list, but there's a few people that I'm never gonna forget. And at some point they'll understand why I didn't forget. Nah, man. The only thing we do is we, when it comes to creatives like yourself that that respect people and don't deserve disrespect, and you get that disrespect anyway, man, we're gonna be blessed because we know God know who we are at heart. So when you got idiots and assholes and weirdos that feel like they're on top of the world, I don't. You know what? I just don't like when people waste my time. I don't really. <laughs> you, know, you, you can tell me no, and that's cool. And, and keep it moving. But don't 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 
don't leave me on. Oh yeah, man, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Oh my, I'm gonna have you pull up. And that's what they call rap cap these days. What do you young kids call a rap cap? I, I went through a lot of rap cap with a lot of people, labels, fake A and R's, songwriters. I don't have people try to steal from me. I don't had all kind of things happen. But you just you live, learn, man, and you you try not to take the business personal. But that's the hardest. That's the hardest part about it. You can't really though, bro. Like some of this shit. Like I don't care how how robotic you try to make yourself. Some of this shit bothers you. Yeah. And that's okay, bro. You got to be okay with some of this shit bothering you. But the worst thing you could do is show that emotion, man. That's when they got you. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's when they true. got you, man. They, oh, I can make this nigga mad by telling him no one time? Facts. Let me keep telling them no. And then you got people that can't accept no, and then they become thirsty. Now you getting blackballed or you got a bad look. You know, I don't seen it all, man. You just yeah. got to just accept that L. Keep moving, turn them L's to W's every time. You know, people, when you have undeniable talent, whether you're doing podcasts, you've been doing this for seven years, so I'm, mm -hmm. I'm already expecting you to be an expert at what you do, like you are, you're professional. Um, you ask great questions, not to get into all the, the politics of it, but you know, producing if you are dope at what you do and you putting up numbers, or you got certain people, that's that's really what it's all about numbers and respect. If people either see you doing numbers or you got respect from people that they won't respect from, that's when they look at it like, oh, yeah, maybe I should give this person a try. They yeah. rock with such and such. And it sucks because it's like you should rock with me because of what I do on my own, not because of who I know or who I've been around. But you got dick eaters like that. I mean, well, you know what, though? I kind of like I look at it like this. Like I've been I've been on this planet long enough to understand that. That. Who referred you makes a difference. Mm. Um, like uh, my best friend is is a, a, a huge attorney. Mm -hmm. um, if he calls me and says so and so is so and so, right? I don't I don't research you. I don't ask. That's a go. Mm -hmm. There's some other people that could call me that I'll say, hey, you know what? Let me get right back to you. And I gotta really look at this person. I totally agree with you on that. You know, so it. it yeah, you know, I feel what you're saying, but yeah, you know, some 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 people just you have earned the respect of their decision making for you. Since you put it like that, that's another reason why I can't get mad. I tell myself this, like I can't get mad when I'm told no because I can't pretend like I'm telling everybody yes either. I tell a lot of people no, you know what I mean? So that's why yeah. I had to learn how to start taking the personal because once I started seeing it success, and sometimes you just can't help everybody. You have, you know, if you got a busy schedule, and you try to make time for somebody else, you missing out on opportunities and money, you know. Like so you don't hard. do you don't do very many interviews, bro. Trust me, I look. I don't you know? And it's I, I don't. It's not I don't have time. And honestly, uh, and I don't mind like you know not speaking on you because you're already established. I'm talking about upcoming podcasts and things like that. Sometimes they just have to get a little more under their belt because. My tolerance, I have good tolerance now, but I don't like to embarrass people because I've had interviews that <laughs> probably won't ever get put out. You know what I mean? Because, you know, people, they, it's the difference when you interview people because of who they are, but you don't do your homework or your research. And then you got some people, Um, I mean, you got blogs, especially when they do, and you do interviews with blogs, man. 
they they gonna flip the script every time you talk about one thing they're gonna take one or two things you said and remix it and make it their own and they're gonna make that the headline now they trying yeah. to go back like you know for clicks and that's the that's the gotcha people yeah i, I hate it man I've, I've been there though but you will never know because they'll never put it out because they do it's a rap but um that's why i'm not like super popular though because i don't do gotcha shit i'm not i'm not gonna do and no disrespect to academics like but i'm not doing academics type shit yeah because I, I typically, you know, for the most part, 99% of my, my the people I interview look like me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not going to get you on my show if I think you're about some goofy shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to try to make you into some goofy shit just to benefit myself. Right. You know, Absolutely. So. I mean, you got... But you know what? It's people... I think Buddy's bold. Uh, now, I'm not a huge fan of academics. Am I tuned in? Yes, because... He be tapped in with all the so-called information uh, uh, allegedly about what's going on in the culture. I don't think he's a cultural person, but he's a car accident. We all pull over to see the car accident. It's it's like sometimes you just need that entertainment. I look at his entertainment. I don't. He's not my go-to person for uh, legit information, anything. But he, he he's tapped in with a lot of people, and he's just put out that information, and it's problematic. People love drama. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, just pick Myself included. I'm not going to act like I don't watch some of his clips and shit. And I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, he's gotten to a point where, like, a great majority of the shit he puts out is actually valid. Because people want come to him. He don't yeah. have to search shit out. Yeah. I think yeah. he's gotten to a point, not to cut you off, but he's gotten to a point where he doesn't need anybody. Label, he's already done shit yeah. on a lot of labels, a lot of artists. Yeah. So once he has that resume of shitting on people and having legit information and backing up and having receipts on his product and information, yeah. it's like, yeah, it ain't my favorite podcast. I think he, you know, loves Drake <laughs> a little bit too much, but, but. he has some valid points. <laughs> right. A lot of people ain't going to, he says stuff people, is, and that's what it really is, man. I, I don't have a problem with people. Speak. If, if you're going to be a lame, not just calling him a lame. Mm-hmm. Elaine, cool. I think he's a square, but I think he got. I think he does what he do, you know. So he found what works for him. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you got to keep it a buck. Most of us lie a lot to ourselves and to every other person we come in contact with because it's easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, not good. Some people just, you know, like the. No, like people say, oh, I want an honest person. Nobody wants somebody that's gonna be honest all the time. Mm. Cause then you an asshole. Every time, man. Welcome to my life, man. <laughs> I been through you. I tell you, hey, bro, that is not it. That is not the song we, you want to put out. But really, you tell niggas that sometimes. The other sometimes it's like, all right, I done been in the studio for eight, nine hours. It's just time to get out of here. All right, but that was. You got a hit, bro. I'm out of here. You know, but <laughs> it, it, I mean, we're gonna be if we're gonna be realistic, we're gonna, you know what I mean? I ain't gonna let nobody waste my time, and it, and it also involves me. I, I love what I do, but if I feel like you're not super serious about it, mm-hmm. or and then you look at the climate of what we're in in the music side, mm-hmm. half of the trash is the gold, literally. Half of this trash is going gold and platinum. So 
who's to say what's trash nowadays? That's another reason why I kind of let rappers have their way. I'll check them out on the quality. Hey, this could be mixed down a little better. But now I'm, I'm kind of slowing down on the mixing just a tad bit. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about the, uh, you know, the bubblegum record. And if it's some real production, real quality, because I try to put out quality every time. I'm going to put out mm -hmm. quality every time. But if it's recommended by the artist, like, nah, man, I want to mix like this. Or I want it to sound like that. You, you can only say so much. These folks grown for the most part. So they know what they want. And you got to give them what they want because they paying for it. Why not? But it kind of takes away from the fun for me and the passion for me because I like to put out certain stuff. I love to have mm -hmm. fun. I love to make trap music, ratchet music, strip club music, but sometimes I want to make some real shit that niggas can actually listen to and get a message. And that's why me and Greg got a great relationship because that's all we put out. It's a message behind every song we put out, every project we put out. And that's why we got over a million streams on our last uh, project. And this one's finna do even crazier. Yo, but you promote his shit. Oh, for sure. Most, most niggas, especially like you have reached a certain plateau, a certain level. That you don't, you don't really have to like. You could just say here here here's you know you pay me here's I did I did my job beat it. Mm -hmm. Most niggas it's not. I still do people like shit. that. I still I still I still do people like that. Uh, not like fuck you beat it, but it's like you know I, I charge for promotion. If well, I why that nigga then? I'm just curious. Say what now? Why, why him? him? Yeah, because we established relationship um early on. Mm -hmm. He was a, a, a he was a, a asset to what I have going on today. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving comes around once a year. Not for him. Thanksgiving going on the whole vegan Thanksgiving. He performing that year out. Oh my god! And that, rock and show. Song. So yeah, and he has a special gift. He's actually he he like you know he has a sound. I can that rap. That's my flow. dog. Oh, this this ain't no dick riding. This is just the truth. I rock with him. We make music together. We make money together. And it's just a matter of time for the world really see uh, what he got going. You know, you um, musically and lyrically, I I can't wait to see people put him up there with the J. Coles um, and the kids. You need the nigga. That's more shit for me. I got about three, four <laughs> interviews. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, you know, he he's. He, he's that dude, man. I mean, what else can I say? He, no, but he's just a good person, though. Like, and I fucks with him. And that's yeah. another, you know, he, who wants to work with somebody that's an asshole? You can be the dopest artist, the dopest podcast interviewer, but if you suck in real life, and that's another thing, too. If you want to be popping in real life and, and make hit records, you got to let people get to know you. Because if you have dope records, that's not enough. Record labels, um and all the hits that people gravitate to they they don't just gravitate to your music and if that if they do you mm. better capitalize on it and show people yourself you got to put on that image like if you're an artist you have to do that you know if you want to do shows and go on tour and gain fans and get that get that real paper them real million dollar checks and million two million dollar public uh publishing uh paychecks you have to let your fans know who you are because if they only know your music, that's only going to last so long. And you know what? Like, I look at it like hustling. Like, every, every nigga that's really done something hustling fell off. Say that one more time. And everybody that's, that's actually, like, in, in the hustle game, anybody mm -hmm. that's actually been successful, like, really successful, they fell off at some point. Are you talking about literally hustle gang or just, like, yeah. speaking? Literally, like, like, in, uh, it, it, what to, are you talking to about? Me, like, 
like the music in the game. streets. Yeah, the music in the streets, as far as the hustle, is is very similar. Oh, you so you just okay. I'm, there's actually a group called Hustle Gang. That's why I was confused. You just oh, speaking on. No. You just talking about Hustle Gang, like hustle yeah. I'm just talking about Hustle okay. period. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is, is that uh, is like like with you and Gray, like I root for y'all. Mm-hmm. So God forbid something happened where you had to rebuild or whatever. The people that you dealt with in the beginning know the type of cat you are and are rooting for you and will help you get back to where you were and even further. Yeah. You know, and I think people miss that, you know, it's because, yeah, it's some people that are just generally assholes and they think, well, I'm on my way up. I don't need these people. Well, the fall down is even worse. Man, listen, man, and and. Guess what? When you falling down, you're going to fall down and see them same people you ain't want to uplift or that you tried to shit on. Thanks. You climb back up, you got to see them again because they might be stagnant in the middle of that ladder, but you're going to see them again because they, they grinding. Um, Facts. I, I think I, I, I like the way you put that because I, I consider myself one of the number one hustlers. I, I do it all. Uh, promotion, DJ, engineering, recording. I do uh, man, I, artist development. I can do it all. Uh, but at the same time, and I have, I, I, I consider myself to have a dope personality. You know, I'm cool. I don't do too much. I don't really like being around extra people like that, but I respect people for who they are. If that's who they are. I respect people that can be themselves and me and people that can be themselves. You can be the lamest nigga in the world. You can be the thottiest hoe in the world. We're going to get along because <laughs> you're showing me, Hey, this is you. This is, I'm not fabricating nothing. Yeah. Which is what you get. I respect that. You know, not if you, if you, as long as you ain't not hurting babies and putting your hands on women, we can get along all day. I feel you on that. Let me ask you this: What's the biggest L you took? The biggest L. Um, damn man, what was the biggest L? That's a good question. I never really thought about that. Damn, we might have to come back to that one, man. I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't took a lot of them, but I don't, I don't consider them. All the ills that I've taken, mm-hmm. you know what I said. Um, my pre not not the managers that I just uh separated from, and I can't even mm-hmm. say fire because I I still consider them good people. It just it didn't make sense for me. But the person before that, mm-hmm. he was a thief, and what happened was that that hurt me, even to this day on a on a lower term, not on a higher term because I'm way bigger than that. But mm-hmm. it messed up a lot of opportunity, not just money, but opportunities. Because when you have a representation that's stealing from people, it tarnishes the relationship that you built through that person. Everybody assumes that you in on that. Man, I got I got stories on stories about um, people that still respect me to to this day, but mm-hmm. it's hard to do business even with me not having that person because it's like it's just like who wants to deal with somebody that was dealing with somebody stealing? That really shows a lack of. Um, the person's knowledge of who they're getting it's like damn you you ain't know this nigga was stealing you ain't peep no vibes i know yeah. the nigga be working with now ain't stealing i you know we'll be cool on the cool side but maybe not so much business and you know you i would be the same way now i'm not saying that's the, it's like that today but mm-hmm. a lot of opportunities that i had with a lot of different people artists labels um i was about to sign to be an a r at one point but it's like nobody can't really work with somebody they can't trust and I'm not I'm not gonna put out a blame on that idiot because I should have knew better. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I've I've um, how you find out? Shit, I found out when everybody else found out. 
No, actually, that's that's when I knew it was for sure. But what happened was um the nigga was stealing from me. And you know, one thing that I encourage, and this is why I want to start my academy. I'm about to do a kids camp. Um, not so much about too in depth on the information about the music business right mm-hmm. now. I'm gonna do a master class for that, but just the general knowledge of learning to build trust. You know, you want to give a manager something to manage. Okay, I bring that to the table. I need my manager to be trustworthy. That's Man. all I ask. And when you can't do that, that's the worst thing you can be untrustful. So, you know, you stealing from this person. Now this person sending this cease and desist letter. You supposed to send out money to this person. Another, the biggest thing is he was all of his clients. Um, I mean, shoot, man. You can look the nigga up, man. All of his clients he was stealing from. And this is public information. This is nothing I'm making up. It's, it's Googleable. And it, it tarnished his brand so bad. I don't think you'll ever hear from him again. You know, I, at this point, I don't grow up much love and success to him. I, heard, I hope he learned a valuable lesson. But it's it shouldn't be that bad of a life where you have to steal from people that's bringing in big money for you. Why would you steal from your greatest? Man, and you right, like you, like you right there at the gate of greatness and you, you know fucking I mean? it up. Oh, wow. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not going to sit here and have a pity party. Like I'm the only person in the world that's been through bad contracts and bad management, but it's just an unfortunate situation. So I consider that one of the biggest ills I took. I, I, I put my trust in somebody I should have never put my trust in. And it cost me relationships. It cost me business. It cost me profit. And, you know, it, it's just a bad situation. So, how, how, like, you find out. You're at the crib and you find out when everybody else find out. Like, you for real, for real find out. Mm-hmm. How do you, what's the first thing you do? To, I mean, outside of firing that person. But what's oh, the first man. thing you do to, to fix it? I remember when you said, that sometimes you 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 ain't said verbatim like this, but in the lines of you take things personal, it's hard. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's like you know, it was one of them things. So especially at the time in the state and the mode that I was in during that current time, I was snapping. I was going off. No. Oh. I was trying to hurt feelings. Oh. You know, I'm really put some hands on some folks. You know what I'm saying? Because you take it from me, you take it from my family. I can't have it. Yeah. And if you let somebody try it one time, they're gonna keep trying it to you. Until you stand up and, and put your foot down and start slapping niggas. But uh, you know, <laughs> I feel you know. I mean, it's really what it is, man. You and I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want. I'm not one of those people that's that's going around trying to bully people. But if you stealing from me, I feel like you're trying to bully me. So I gotta you're set an nigga, They are. Yes, I agree. You know what I'm saying? So you you just have to. Uh, you gotta protect the brand at all costs. And you know you might have to go through a few L's to learn that I did, and it worked out for the better. Because had I had not I went through that, I probably would have trusted somebody even worse. If it could have mm-hmm. got even more even worse than that, I'm sure it could have. Because some people locked in the deal they can't even get out of. It. You know, I was telling a friend the other day um, that because they kept saying they wanted to start this business, and they got all these other people that they know that you know should be you know they got they have complementary skills and they couldn't get them to get in tune with the business and i'm like you know sometimes you got to be like fuck your people and not like literally fuck them 
but they're not there for the journey that you on. Mm-mm. And you, the sooner you realize, I had to realize that myself. Not everybody is going to look at what I'm doing with the same passion that I look at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And it's not knocking them, but we just can't do this particular thing together. Correct. You know, and man, damn, bro. That mm-hmm. just, like, I feel you. I, I, I Like, I, I'm angry for you, but at the same <laughs> time, I'm proud of you. I appreciate that, man. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I, I'm living a life a lot of people would love to live. So I don't really, I don't have any complaints. I don't have any regrets. Everything as humans that we go through, no matter how big, bad, evil, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it is, it, that journey, it's your journey. So you have to deal with it, you know? And I'm in, I'm in one of the best states and move, uh, places in life that I could probably ever be in, man. I'm, I'm able to take care of my family. My muse is doing uh, extremely well. Platinum on platinum. I got more platinum records. To, I mean, you know, it's it's a dream. I'm a, I'm a young country boy, man, from from a, from the country to just happen to be in the city doing stuff people would love to do. And I'm not being arrogant or anything. I'm just stating facts because, you know, uh, you just gotta state. You gotta you just gotta hustle, man. You gotta go out there and get it. You can't depend on nobody. Yes. And you can't complain and, and put the blame on people all the time either. You'll never win like that. Oh my God! Take your L and keep stepping. Keep it moving, man. Mm-hmm. It gets better, bro. Like if you it's waking better. up, you got a shot. Yep. All the ills they just make you tough, man. You know, all the, every time you get and a lot, I say it all the time, man. Like I be telling like the younger producers that I that I mentor and stuff. Like sometimes the ills that you take, most ninety, probably about ninety-seven to ninety-eight percent of the ills that you take and the nose that you get are blessings. Because that could have been a situation that you weren't ready for, a situation that could have put you way behind. And you'll be surprised at at the people that are watching your L. Mm. Because people like above you who've also taken L's, they will watch people below them and see how they respond to the L. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how really- you respond could get you in the room that you need to be. Absolutely. That's the, or, that's the main thing. It can get you out that room without you even knowing it. Yeah. And you know. that's that's where the discipline comes in. And that's where artist development comes in. I uh, producer development. Everybody needs to be developed. Uh you have you have people that hire PRs for these reasons. Mm-hmm. But I think that um and that's another thing I want to do with my academy, man. I wanna I wanna be able to um, create this new light where entertainers, whether you're producing, whatever you do or interested in doing, you, you're able to protect yourself. You know how to properly speak. You know how to uh, insinuate your words and you know how to talk to people and be respectful and know how to not burn bridges when you don't have to. All these kind of things because hiring a PR, let, hopefully you have the right PR because nice. I be sending PRs out here that's sending these niggas down the drain, making it even worse. You know what I mean? So you want to be able to put, I don't believe in putting my career in nobody else's hands. You got to, to, a, to an extent though. Like, so. because there's certain things that I realized, like when I, when I, when I actually did a real good self-evaluation of why I'm not where I want to be, mm-hmm. I had to realize there's certain things that I'm not good at. And no matter well, how, how I try to like, like, like I may try, like, okay, P 
picking clips out of my, my interviews, I was never really good at that. Mm-hmm. As much as I may go through the interview, listen to it 74 times, and oh, this is what people want to hear. This is what I just was never good at. There's other people that I've interviewed that took a clip that did way better right, than right. the clip I thought. Well, you know what? Maybe there's that's something I'm not good at. I can get somebody to do that. I can agree with that. I have a team. So no, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as when the bullshit happens. Okay. That's that. the creative side. The creative yeah. side, you're gonna need help. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm about to start uh recruiting and signing a lot of uh video editors and um producers because I got I- a cat for you, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got a young brother out of Detroit, video editor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll check them out, man. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I got a long list of people that's putting their resumes in-house and out. And I don't I don't discriminate at all. I'm, listen, man, I, I just, I'm looking for people that's ready to work, that's ready to uh, to grow. And that, and that has, you don't have to know the business with me. You just have to have a, a sense of the mm-hmm. business or at least willing to, to listen. Mm-hmm. I'm big on listeners because I, I try to listen as much as I can to um even if I don't agree with a person, I try to listen to get a, try to get an understanding. If I don't understand that that, then I at least gave you that time of day to listen to what you had to say and respected your time. Exactly. And that's what it was, you know, that's how you get that's how I get my respect because just because I don't agree with everything you say, which I don't think everybody should agree on anything. I mean everything anyway. Thanks. Like, you know, we call those yes men over here. But at the same time, man, I I, I think uh I think I definitely need a team. I'm glad you brought that up because right now, man, I'm so loaded that a lot of stuff is having to be put back. I can't make beats all day, every day, and be a father, and cook, and go, uh, you know, go out there and hustle, running real estate. You know, it's time to start doing things on some Diddy shit, on some, uh, on some, you know, just on some boss stuff, man. I just, mm-hmm. and then I like to give people opportunity too. Yeah. You, man, I, 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 you put out a shitload of content, mm. and I like I don't sleep all that much, so I'm up <laughs> crazy hours, and I look up, sway the remix guy, sway the <laughs> remix guy, another another notification, another notification, <laughs> and I, and, I, and like literally this morning, I don't know, <laughs> six o'clock this morning, I'm thinking to myself. Like, is this nigga doing all of this or he got somebody else doing this shit for him? I do it, man. But you know what? A lot of the stuff that I post, um, you know, I got people that pay for promotion, too. So every day around the clock, like I might not want to post. Um, And then, you know, Instagram just they they giving they giving out bags now, too. So mm-hmm. if you see me post a lot of crazy stuff, I'm probably monetized, you know, or what I do for the most part is I put out a lot of content. That mm-hmm. I know, you can't like I cater to the crowd is the biggest thing you can learn as any kind of influence or any kind of entertainer. You gotta cater to the crowd, but in your own way. And what mm-hmm. I do is I give them the bullshit, I give them the drama, I give them the dumb shit that they want to see, and then boom, you already tuned in. Now you're looking at what I'm really promoting, and you might just want to stay an extra thirty seconds to a minute and a half to check it out. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't promoting that hoodie, man. You know what? Oh, my girl made these, man. You know, we 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 revamping the merch site, man. I, I gotta get you one. Yes, I'm like, I'm that that shit's dope, bro. You need to be promoting the hoodie. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. She uh she man, she do pretty much all my merch, man. To be honest with you, I'm I'm getting ready to release the uh the new um 
the new site, man. Got a whole lot of new merch. Summer mm-hmm. merch, workout merch. We're finna have girls wearing remix guide thongs and all, man. We're going crazy. I'm like, I'm not, I'm surprised that's not already out there. It's on the way. The, the boy shorts for all the women that want to do all these twerkers. Because, you know, man, the, the dance, and that's another thing. So I show love the dancers and, and all the strippers a lot because they be the ones reposting and making my stuff go crazy. Because you got all these horny niggas out here want to see twerkers. I like to see twerking. I like to see strippers, too. So they already got you locked in, you know. I'm no. not bad at that, man. I'm not bad at that at all. And shout out to your girl, man. Let me ask you this. Speaking of that, like, when did she say, okay, no, nah, that's crossing the line? Um, In terms of what? Like, what other broads, like, you're a famous dude, you know, a popular dude. You got a gazillion people. I'm pretty sure the inbox is lit. I'm pretty sure you get messages from young ladies that may not be aware that you got a woman at the crib. Is Man, there ever a point I, where she like that? This bitch is out off the hook. This is you gotta say something. I keep my I keep my business private. Um, okay. And as far as uh, crossing the line, anything I don't I don't really give people the time of day. I don't I don't I be so busy, man. I don't really have time to be chasing no hoes anyway. So you know, I'm is <laughs> I'm. It's, I'm I like I like getting paid. I like hustling, but I also love what I do, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't um, disrespect uh, what I got going on uh, just for the sake of doing it or anything like that. I just stay out of the way. That's the easy way to, for me, man. I just stay out of the way. I don't I'm really like that. Stuff. I don't really do nothing. I be chilling. You know, I be not. I, you know, I, I built the basement and the man cave in my basement, man. So I be I be working on around the clock. So I don't even have time to get into no shenanigans for real so you recording at the house or do you go to a studio uh both personal like, um, yeah only person you uh curtis daniels i want to say last year mm-hmm. uh co-owner of patchwork i i know about patchwork but i don't um actually know who that is but i'm he definitely sounds for me oh man you got it you got to fuck with them yeah they in the, they in the a well, if he owns Patchwork, I'm sure he is. But yeah, for sure, I love I love that studio. I've, I've only been a few times. But that's one of the the most popular studios in the city. And it's been there like it, like I used to rap back in the day. And, and oh yeah, and what, yeah, man. <laughs> Clearly, I was not that good. Um, but one day I woke up and and like I had this dream. God told me to go to Atlanta. I was about to get on. I got on the fucking Greyhound by myself and went to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, and and I had looked up like you know this was before social media and all that so I literally looked up shit in the yellow pages and found Patchwork Studio and went up to that motherfucker didn't nice. happen for me but and the, the crazy part is like it, it was just a shitty trip man I got sprayed by like somebody drove past a big ass puddle of water and just drenched me like nice. it was the yeah it was the worst trip ever but. I did that shit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people I knew, like it was people I knew that was way more talented than me, they took their talent for granted. And mm-hmm. well, well, somebody's going to come knock on my door. And I was like, well, I'm going to get this shit all I got. Maybe right. not happen for me, but I'm never going to look back and be like, I didn't put 110 in trying to get on. You put your bid in. Yeah, I put again, my bid in. It's cliche at this point, but again, you, you miss every shot, man. Um, man. It, you have to. 
if you feel if you if like sometimes i'll be like man these rappers really suck i'm about to start rapping you know and sometimes i get to writing and rapping sometimes i like you know and i don't want to put this out and i don't want to be known as a rapper i don't need that kind of you know uh spotlight but sometimes we have things that need to be said and i'm one of them people that ain't scared to say what a lot of people scared to say mm -hmm. so you know if it's on your mind or if you're passionate about it and sometimes you might not release that energy even to your friends or family like you it's probably something else you want to do that too many people don't know about that you might end up doing within the next six months to a year but you if it's on your mind you got to do it man because the worst thing you want to happen is to look back and say like damn i wish i did that Dang, oh, nah, that's the worst feeling bro you fuck that do it man it's the worst feeling um and i know you ain't got much time man i ain't gonna take up all your time bro but if people do want to get in touch with you for promo and all of that, how they go about doing that? Man, check um uh promo and stuff like that, man. Just email uh remix beats at gmail.com. I got Maurice he gonna take care of you, let you know what you need to know. Um DM me for whatever reason. If you're trying to do some business, if you serious inquiries only, man. Um uh if you need beats, tap in with me, remix guy suede on all social media. Um Man, shout out to the, the the intellectually petty radio, man. Shout out to my guy, man. For sure. Appreciate I, that, man. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Um, oh, oh, damn, what was I about to ask you? Oh, fucking forgot. Oh, what you got up next that you can tell me about? I know you can't tell me about the studio session the last, you know, the, the other day. But what hey, you got what? dropping? I'll be honest with you. I don't really talk about nothing until it drops, man. Because things happen. I will yeah. tell you this though, me and Gray got a crazy project out on the way. So if you don't know who uh uh plant-based dripping Gray is, go do your homework. Me and him got hella music on the way. Um look forward to uh records with Missy. I ain't gonna speak on that too much, but just look forward uh to uh some hits. No, y'all think it's gotta put me up on a video, man. So you what gotta get my you gotta get my old ass in the video, although I'm not climbing no fucking mountain. Nah, we ain't going on no map. Did, did you see me in that video? <laughs> nah, I, I, was, I was supposed to be in that video, man. I, I just had too much. It was the same thing that happened with the uh, last time. We were supposed to link up. Just a last-minute bag or a last-minute um, opportunity that don't come every day. That I, mm -hmm. you know, It's one of them things. So, uh, But, yeah, man, me and Greg got a lot going on, man. I got a lot. Uh, going on um remix kids camp that's that's what i'm really pushing um because i could sit here and make hits all day but that's something that i benefit from i think the people deserve the music that i put out but um i think the kids deserve way more than what they're getting right now what are the kids getting when we talk about black hip-hop black rap black music they're getting killed they're getting misled it's time for some OGs or some older people with experience to kind of switch the narrative as best we can. And that's what I'm working on with this Remix Kids count. I'm going to start putting out real records. I'm going to show these kids how to write uh, records, engineer, DJ, produce. We're showing the whole nine, man. So that way, um, when the opportunity meets itself with these kids, they are already ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. you know, they, they, know, they know a little bit of something to get them started versus okay. going in blind and getting yeah manhandled type thing yeah let me ask you this one more one more question do you mm -hmm. think that the um the young thug case is going to change how how rappers view what they're saying i like though man 
Um, I got a chance to produce for Thor when I was in college. Um, mm -hmm. I nothing three. Um, I'm, I'm definitely about to answer your question, but I just want to put that out there. I rock with Thor. Mm -hmm. This is an unfortunate situation for the for homie man. I don't know him personally, and haven't talked to him probably since 2012. But it's gonna change a lot, a lot of rappers' minds. Not now, mm -hmm. but this ain't the this ain't the only case that's gonna happen. It's gonna it's be. Not. It's already kind of happening if you're paying yeah. attention to who gets locked is. up. All these these listen, man. It's too many babies dying, and yeah. and to be honest with you, it's it seems like it's just us. But what's really going on is a lot of this music is influencing these white kids and these other cultures, and I don't really think they're trying to have that going on. So now they're gonna start cracking down on niggas influencing these other kids outside of our race. So they didn't anticipate that part. You know what I'm saying? So they they seeing what's going on. So they slowly but surely about to start making examples. Yeah. And it's an unfortunate situation, man. I, I I definitely think that the artist should be able to create and, and speak their peace, speak their truth on the record. That's what music's about, right? You know, speaking your truth. But it's just getting bad, man. A lot of these artists, you know, not speaking on the YSL case by any means, but it's just a lot of artists that's just putting themselves in that situation man and it's like you know you don't think about it until it's too late instagram is not your friend man, man you social gotta... media is not your friend man i interviewed <laughs> the cat uh, uh i don't know if you know you remember the song 93 till infinity Man, I love uh I love that group, man. Souls um, of Mischief. I Souls of Mischief, man. It was like I think they made that record in '92. I still listen to that record now to this day. Big Crit remade it. It's one of the hardest beats in the world, man. One of the top five hip hop songs for me of all time. But I interviewed one of the group members. Word. I love man, I he, love Souls of Mischief, man. He was in the in the office of a record label when the call. It was literally a call that came down. To basically say, y'all need to start promoting bullshit. Mm. Yeah. That's the first time I ever actually talked to anybody that, you know, you hear the rumors, you know, uh, they, 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 they got a plan or whatever. This was the first time I actually talked to anybody that mm. could factually tell me I was there and this is what happened and there was a program in place because he was like they told us we either start talking about gangster shit or it was like it, you had to go to the extreme you mm -hmm. either start talking about gangster shit or super corny shit yep that's the game yep that's the game to, to, to this day game. now they're pushing tiktok so if you see if you if you get on Instagram, I mean it ain't hard to find. I mean it ain't hard to find. You go on Instagram now, and just kind of relating what you said. Now they're telling artists, hey, go out there and get famous on TikTok and make a dance. I've seen so many artists get online, big artists. I'm talking about chart topping artists, man. They get online and they complain because they want to put out what they're used to putting out, but the mm -hmm. label saying no, go get something popping on TikTok, and then we'll think about releasing the record. So you know the same thing and they still i mean it's you know think about it. everything that we hear on the radio is the same the same shit man so it's the same agenda being pushed at some point though you know the labels are they're they're, they're pushing themselves out the way mm. you know um, they ain't as needed as they ain't as needed as, as they were back in the day nope not at all uh 
sad to say, radio, and I, we need radio, but do we really need it right now as we did before? The not night, in, not in the fashion that it, you know, like we don't, like we all got phones. You know what I mean? We all got Instagram. If you listen, labels ain't just signing people because they're dope. You know how many dope real artists that's out there that people need to be listening to? Singers that can really sing and don't have to be saved by engineers like me. You have real talent out there, real gifted people, but that's not where the bag is. So that's not what they're going to push, unfortunately. Yeah. Like women got to be selling their ass. If you ain't popping pussy or selling it, they ain't trying to hear. If you ain't killing niggas and spinning blocks and toting Dracos and, and hollering drip, drip, sauce, sauce, forget about it. What did, uh, I think it was Tank. Matter of fact, he was on uh, uh, Drink Champs and he said, Love is too dangerous in our music. Is it? That's what. That's, that's why you don't hear that. Even R&B is different. You know, you don't hear good old fashioned love songs because no, they, don't, they, don't, want, they don't want the black family together. Shit, look at the TV shows you watch. <laughs> We're not even going to go there, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> man, it's, it's all, a, if, if, if it's not about the destruction of the black family, forget about it because that's what yeah. they want. Yeah. And, oh. and I, and, I told my, my buddy, man, we was in the studio talking. I said that everything that we do, we run it. Black people run everything. Sports. Man. Facts. I mean, tennis, Everything. track, uh, athletes. I just said that. Uh, actors. We got we make the best movies. I'm we got the best athletes. We make scientists, the best music. I Mathematicians. Like, you name it. If we decide we want to get our foot in the game... We're killing it. But the thing about it is we don't own none of this shit. So we can't run it. So what happens is the people that's running shit are only going to glorify what we glorify because they like, oh, that's why all the attention that let's put a little bag over here and start taking some of these people and putting them in bullshit deals because I know they don't read or got entertainment lawyers. There that is. And then when other niggas see it, they see they partners getting out the hood or, or, or signing a deal and getting owned. They feel like they got to say the same thing. Back in the 90s, nobody sounded the same. Facts. Even in That's the early facts. 1000s, we had the 50s. Snoop Dogg was still doing this thing. We had Pharrell. We had Memphis. Not Memphis Bleak. Well, Memphis Bleak, he was there. But I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say yeah. you had Jigga Man. You had, I mean, the whole, uh, since I said Memphis Bleak, let's keep it there. Uh, Rockefeller, you had. Yeah. Uh, Even though Rockefeller, day. everybody was different. Everybody was different, man. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I don't know. I don't, I think real music is definitely on the way back, but when that's going to actually happen as a, as a, uh, a whole, I can't say because so, bro. it's so much money in the bullshit. I so hope much, so. You know, but I agree with you. It's just too much money in the bullshit, but you know, as long as we got people like you, man, doing your thing, bro, I think we'll be all right, man. Um, yo, and and, and have your manager hit me with those promo prices, man. If I can, you know, if I can afford you, bro, I'm, I'm gonna have to, you know, do some things with you. It's all good, man. Just, you know, we, we're gonna lock in, man. I, I appreciate you, man. I, it's, no doubt, man. I love what you're doing, and um, and you got you got my utmost utmost respect, and I appreciate you, that. You you good people with me, as far as I'm concerned. I rock with you, man. I appreciate you. Oh, no doubt, man. Same here, man. If you ever need anything, I don't know what I can do for you. But if I can, you let me know and I got you. I come to Ohio, man. Just pull me up a shot, man, and show me what a oh, uh, seafood is. I got you. 
No yeah, doubt. You let me know. Hey, and I'm I, absolutely I need to know about the uh the Airbnb because I need to come down to the A. For sure, man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Know about um, Airbnb ownership, all that. I got you. Man, right now I just need to, I just need one to rent. <laughs> I got you. You know, um, on that note, man. Um, I, I appreciate your time and your energy, man. Um, shout out to like again, shout out to your manager. Oh, and before I go, man, I gotta let people know, man. Um I have been sold out. I won't even say sold out. I've had people not show up for interviews over the years, a few times, and how those people handle it um, varies completely different from person to person. You and your and your manager handle it like geez, man. It was the most professional I have ever seen. Um, I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, man, and thank you to Gray, man. That was pretty fucking dope. Nah, for sure, man. I'm always trying to look out for our people because a lot of people ain't trying to do that. So we have to help each other and uplift each other, man. That's what I'm Thanks, all about. Thanks, man. Oh, I'm with you on that. Salute to you, man. Salute. Salute to you, man. On that note, man, thank thank your family for loaning you to me for a little bit. <laughs> you have a good one, bro. You too, man. Be blessed. You too. Peace. On that note, man, that was pretty fucking dope, man. The remix, God. Uh, come on, man. Legendary conversations with legends. That's what we do over here. Y'all have a good one.